0: Welcome to Inside the Multiverse with Carlos, Brad, and Matt. In this episode, we talk about the Flash ending after season eight, rumors about the Spider-Man movie, and our reaction to the Eternals trailer. Follow us on Twitter at IT Multiverse. Now, explore with us as we go Inside the Multiverse.
1: What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Multiverse. I'm Carlos. I'm joined here today, like always, with Matt and Brad. How's it going?
0: what's going on guys how you doing
1: can't complain ready to talk about some comic book news yeah today is uh mostly news stuff um some rumors but i think they're you know and we're also doing we're all going to be talking about a trailer that dropped recently so um that's going to take up the bulk of the show um let's kind of get right into it so the first things first if you're a fan of the cw and it's established stuff it was kind of rumored that the flash may be ending after eight seasons now personally i think this is a good thing if it happens i haven't followed the flash since maybe like end of season two maybe i stopped following it i felt like it got really formulaic um it like many other cw shows ended up venturing too much into like soap opera status and not enough into like superhero things so i'm kind of happy i think this was like long overdue this was a show that i felt like ran just a little bit too long um uh, but yeah that's kind of my like initial thoughts on it uh matt you're a big flash fan so i have to hear what you think how you feeling about this
0: yeah i'm in the same boat as you i feel like this is long overdue uh i've from the beginning of the cw show starting with arrow i've loved that universe and it kind of followed the same uh path as arrow the later seasons, the show really just went downhill. I stopped watching. I think after season five or six, I don't remember. Yeah, I I pushed through, but yeah. it, it was not enjoyable. And one of my biggest complaints about both shows um, is how they expanded the team for oh. uh, the Flash and and with Arrow too. But it became less about the Flash and. It was more about all these other side characters. And there's even an episode where Iris is like, we are Team Flash. And, you know, uh, Barry says, you know, the Flash is nothing without you. It's like, okay, I understand that's your wife. You love her, but you're the Flash. Like, they can't do anything without you. You can do all this without them. So it it just really took away from the Flash. And I, I never liked the idea of... Them having to rely on, and by them, I mean Oliver as Green Arrow and Barry as Flash, them having to rely on the team in order to get things done. Like, I think the way that Arrow did season one and two with his team, where it was just Diggle and Felicity, was great. And in season uh, one and two with Barry, how it was Cisco, how it was Caitlin and Dr. Wells until they realized he was the reverse Flash. Like, just keep it a small team and, and they help and enhance the team, but don't make it where they they can't function without them because that takes away from the power and ability of the flash. And I, I just think this is long overdue. I, I love the show up until maybe the third, fourth season, but it's, it's time for it to end, unfortunately, but also fortunately at the same time.
1: Yeah. Uh, Brad, how
2: about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I think I actually stopped at the same point as Carlos. I believe I stopped like near the end of season two. Uh, I mean, the first two seasons were great. Uh, I mean, I really liked the first two seasons. Uh, just I, I don't know, for some reason, I just kind of I guess I just lost interest. I think I agree with Carlos. like it became too much of like a like you know, like a love like a love story or like you know drama. and it just it got kind of like convoluted, I guess you could say. So that that's where I kind of stopped watching. So I definitely feel that it's, it's long overdue Uh, just like from some of the clips I've seen on Twitter, like the quality is just, it's really gone downhill and I just, and like it's happened with a bunch of CW shows, you know, I think it's just, unfortunately it just, it it ran its course. Uh, And, you know, I think eventually the same thing might happen with uh, Superman and Lois, you know, they might do that for, you know, another few seasons and eventually, you know, people are either going to lose interest or the quality is just going to get to a point where, you know, like, why are we doing this anymore? So, you know, maybe they can move on to something else.
1: Yeah. And um, correct me if I'm wrong with DCW shows. I think we only have, like, what, Legends of Tomorrow? And um, is Black Lightning still being produced? Do you guys know if that's still being made? Do they still shoot? So, see, like, Legends right. of Tomorrow, I know for sure is still going on. Um, Black Lightning, potentially. And then we technically have... Um, Superman and Lois. I think they should learn from kind Bat of the... woman. Oh, Batwoman too. You're yeah. right. Um, I think with Superman and Lois, I mean this this isn't necessarily about the show, but they should kind of learn from the flash thing and maybe, you know, go to three, four seasons and then just kind of cut it off there. You know, especially you don't need to do these like long drawn out seasons. Wrap the story up nicely and just move forward with it i I don't think you have to try to continue and force something to be longer than it has to be especially since this is technically an older superman and older lois lane so as for the flash um i guess it would make sense if it ends because now they're going to be you know he's going to get his movie soon and that's going in production very soon if not if it hasn't started already um Mm -hmm. so I'm curious where they're gonna go with this character moving forward. Like how big of a focal point is he gonna be in the movie universe? With that in mind, like uh, Brad, like how big do you think he's, like the Flash is gonna be in movies and TV?
2: I mean, I think he's gonna be a huge piece going forward um, just based on the little bit that I've read about the new Flash movie, uh, just cause I think they're gonna go with like the Flashpoint point uh, narrative or storyline. So, you know, he's going to be going back in time and he's going to be, you know, visiting different storylines. And I believe they're even going to have like Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck in the movie. So I imagine he's probably going to meet different Batmans. And I believe uh, is Supergirl. Yeah, Is she going to be? In- yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I think the Flashpoint or the Flash movie, it could be like they're kind of like springboard into like the next phase of like the DC universe. Uh, You know, that said, if I I hope they don't uh, restore the Snyderverse. Uh, But yeah, so if as long as that doesn't happen, I think uh, the next Flash movie will kind of be like the the leaping point to where they can go with the future DC universe.
1: Yeah. Uh, How about you, Matt? Being the Flash fan, how big of a role do you think he's going to play moving forward?
0: Uh, I I think Brad hit it on the head. I think it's going to be the engine that drives it into the next phase. And hopefully, it's as far away from the Snyderverse as possible. Um, you know, I I appreciated what Snyder did with with the superheroes, but I, I want a fresh take on it and uh, somebody that actually understands the characters more. But I, I do hope that the Flash is more prominent in the next phase or whatever you want to call it, because he is extremely powerful and he is a very important member of the Justice League and. I think in the uh, Justice League movie, he was looked at as more of kind of the comedic relief, which, I mean, yes, he is like a sarcastic kind of witty character, but at the same time, there's a lot of great stories from the comics that they can use and, and different um, angles that they can uh, take advantage of. So I hope he doesn't still remain that kind of, you know, uh, sidekicky kind of has the, the funny lines and funny moments and waits around for Batman and Superman to do the heavy lifting. Um, we saw in the Snyder version that uh, he was a little more serious and uh, a little more of a contribution to the team. But I hope that he really just has a chance to shine in his movie. And it's not just, you know, bringing in all these other characters. And he's just there. I, I hope he is kind of like I said, that engine that makes it go.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think the last thing that I kind of want to touch on and get your guys' thoughts on is um, where do you place Grant Gustin's Flash? Because I think that's going to be interesting because a lot of people will kind of place him pretty high. And I mean, I know we haven't had many live-action Flashes. I think it's only technically three now. Um, It's John Wesley Shipp, uh, Grant Gustin, and Ezra Miller. So where do you guys kind of rank him... Or, if you want to rank him and compare him even to like any animated versions or anything like that, too, I think that would be interesting. But, um, uh, Matt, where do you kind of rank Grant Gustin?
0: I think Grant Gustin, even though he didn't have the traditional Barry Allen look, you know, he was, uh, he had brown hair, not blonde hair like Barry Allen. But I think Grant Gustin, uh, especially in the earlier seasons, was phenomenal. I, I think CW at least did a very good job in casting him. Because I, I think his acting skills were a little ahead of some of the other actors on the show. I mean, there were some, like Tom Cavanaugh, who is a, a phenomenal actor. He played Harrison Wells. But I think in with the show era, I think Stephen Amell was kind of leagues above a lot of the other uh, cast members on his show. But I, I would say Grant Gustin was probably my favorite live-action version of uh, The Flash. Um Probably not overall, just because with the animated, it's a little easier to play the, the Flash because you're just doing the lines. You don't have to worry about the uh, physical acting. You don't have to worry about like the CGI and that kind of stuff. So maybe you can do a little more with it. But I would say that Grant Gustin did a, a really great job. And I, I wish it was something he could get involved with in the movie. But I'm sure there's a whole bunch of things in contracts that won't allow that to happen. But I would say live action Grant Gustin's probably the best Flash we've seen.
1: Okay, uh, Brad, how do you feeling? You agreeing? Disagree? Uh, I don't know. It's tough. I'd say it's probably
2: between Grant Gustin and uh, Wesley Ship personally, um, and then uh, Ezra Miller is kind of like in my third ranking. Uh, it's not that not that I don't like Ezra Miller. Uh, I mean, I think he's he's a decent actor. I just I don't know. I haven't really I haven't really been given much as in him as the Flash. Uh, I think we got a little bit more in the Zack Snyder justice league uh, cut, but I just, I don't think I've been given enough to rank him above Grant Gustin. Uh, I think Grant Gustin, Oh, and also Wesley ship. I think they've done the roles really well so far. Uh, And like Matt said, I mean, I'd like to see Grant Gustin in a movie. Uh, I think he's done that well with the role and I think he'd be uh, able to handle the role on the big screen. Uh, So I think that'd be interesting, but yeah, I I think uh, Grant Gustin, he's, He's probably my top guy. I'd probably lean toward him, but I think Wesley ships a close second.
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to only agree with you, all both of you, just because there's only been three live action and um, Grant Gustin has been pretty much the only one I've seen that's been pretty good. John Wesley Shipp was before my time. I didn't really watch that series. I didn't watch him get to play Bar- his older Barry Allen Flash. Um, and you know, I think if you've listened to me enough, you'll or read any of my tweets, you understand that I'm not a big fan of Ezra Miller's Barry Allen. I think he's more Bart Allen mixed with Wally West. Um, so by default, Grant Gustin wins. I, I wasn't like blown away personally by Grant Gustin, um, but he wins by default. I think he was solid. Um, so yeah, any any other things you guys want to add on the flash ending potentially ending before moving forward?
0: I just really Not want to see, I want to see Reverse Flash in the movie cuz oh, Reverse yeah. Flash is one of my favorite villains and again, I'm I'm biased because I loved the first few seasons of Flash, but Tom Cavanaugh as Reverse Flash was like one of the best villains I've ever seen including movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really well,
1: good. Well, I think if this is taking inspiration from um flashpoint then we're gonna have to see reverse flash in some capacity so i think you'll get your wish i think sooner rather than later um but yeah let's let's keep it going what do we got next so this this is kind of like an interesting thing is uh the spider-man rumors so Brad, you were the one kind of throwing all uh, all this stuff at us. So if I can, can I get you to, like, recap everything we've heard so far up to date about the Spider-Man stuff, this new Spider-Man No Way Home?
2: Yeah, so basically it's been, it's been kind of weird because, like, everybody, like, most fans, I'd say, like, 95% of fans, like, know that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, like, they're going to be in the movie. But yeah. it hasn't really been, like... It hasn't really been confirmed, Uh, but then Variety kind of like, and they didn't even really uh, like announce it very well. They just kind of like dropped it in an article like, okay, this is like Hollywood's like worst kept secret. Uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to reprise their roles in Spider-Man No Way Home. And that's kind of like the, I believe the first major sourcing to confirm that both of them are going to be in the movie. Even like people have interviewed Andrew Garfield, and Andrew Garfield's like, man, that would be a really cool idea. Uh, but no, nobody's talked to me yet. So I, I think he's just playing it, like, you know, cool as a cucumber, because uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to be in the movie, and a variety kind of confirmed that. Uh, but then we also got a rumor that uh, uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin is going to be the main villain of Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, and then we've also heard people like Alfred Molina. They've said that they're going to reprise their role. And then we've also heard that uh, Lizard, uh, Sandman. Uh, I don't think Craven is going to be in this movie. Uh, no. No. And then I think uh, Rhino is going to be in this movie. So I mean, I, basically we're kind of getting like the beginning or most of the Sinister Six.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so that was that part where it, it spoke about like Willem Dafoe kind of leading the Sinister Six in this. And I think he's spoken about it and he's kind of stated that something it's like he's not and uh Alfred Molina talked about it too, where it's like he's not exactly gonna look like how you saw him at the end of Spider-Man two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's not gonna look like it. He's gonna be potentially these are gonna be like different versions of these characters that are kind of come in together and harassing the shit out of these spider man and I I think my guess my guess right now and you can tell me if you guys all think this is where it's going is like I'm assuming they're gonna harass um Tom Holland Spider-Man right and then he's gonna have to piece together he's gonna have to find Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man to kind of get him to help him beat this Sinister Six and get home. Like, that's how I kind of see this whole thing, like, playing out, and I'm really excited. So, overall, on the news, Matt, how do you feel about this, like, these Spider-Man rumors?
0: I'm really excited for it, because aside from Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, I loved his version of Spider-Man. It was different than the comics. Um, you know, he they tried to portray him as a high school, you know, just graduated in, in college, but it, that wasn't believable. But I, I really loved um, his take on it, and Spider-Man 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time, not just a superhero movie, but of any kind of movie. I, I think Alfred Molina's Doc Ock was a great villain, and kind of an not an anti-hero, because he was the villain, but, you know, his his reasoning for doing a lot of the stuff was kind of relatable. You know, he, he lost his wife and he was trying to create this thing to give people uh, I think it was renewable energy or sustainable energy. It's been a while mm-hmm. since I've seen it. But even at the end of the movie, he had a little bit of, of his redemption once he realized what he was doing was wrong and uh, Spider-Man was able to make him see that. So I'm excited to see that. I loved Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin. Um, I hope they make his uh, I hope they make his suit and his uh, flighter His flight thing a little bit better, but it was also made, I think, 19 years ago. So I I think they'll be able to do that. But I like the possibility that they can do with it. I mean, it gives the Marvel universe more toys to play with, and they've shown that they can make some great stuff. So I I wonder if maybe some of what happened in WandaVision is going to contribute to this because of her playing with the magic and you know introducing all these new things and uh, Doctor Strange if he might have a hand in this. So I think that might be a way that they bring in the different Spider-Mans, just having them, you know, meet at some I forget what the Nexus is what it was called. Nexus. Maybe that's how they bring in uh, the different Spider-Man. So I mean, or what Carlos said, that could be a great way of doing it too. But I'm I'm super excited for it because all, all the characters mentioned that we've seen in previous movies, they all have redeeming qualities in, in some way. So I, I think it's going to be uh, a great thing for us fans to be able to watch. Yeah. And
1: before I get to you, Brad, because you're the big Marvel dude here. Sorry, I'm going to let you go. But um, Toby Maguire Spider-Man was awesome. I love the organic webs. I thought that made like a lot of sense. Like, of course, you get bitten by a spider. You would have the powers to make your own webs. And yeah, yeah Shazam. I love when he said that one, like that one was good. Um, and also I'm really just, oh, where was I going? My second point was, damn it. I forgot my second point, but um, Brad, how do you feel about, oh, that Dr. Strange is rumored. That's what it was. I mean, so Dr. Strange is confirmed, I guess. So Benedict Cumberbatch will be in this movie and so we know there's going to be connections to like kind of everything going on at the moment. Um, so Brad, with that in mind and everything else we've talked about, how do you feel about this uh, Spider-Man No Way Home?
2: I'm, I'm really excited, honestly. Uh, I don't know if this is my most anticipated Marvel movie because there's just like way too many that I'm uh, really excited for. It's, it's definitely near the top, though. But yeah, I, I think Matt brought up an interesting voice, a point about the Nexus. Uh, cause that's like, uh, if every, nobody remembers, uh, that's like where the point where all the multiverses, uh, converge. So I'm thinking maybe, uh, Tom Holland, he, you know, he's maybe playing around with some technology or Dr. Strange somehow comes in and he messes around with like the multiverse and he gets stuck somewhere. And then he's like, he sees like these other Spider-Mans and then like all the villains converge or I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're exactly, they're going to work the storyline. Uh, I do know that uh, Doc Ox, Octopus, is going to take place uh, after he drops the uranium bomb in the lake. So it's going to take place exactly after that. Mm. So I don't know if, like, as soon as he drops, like, the uranium bomb in the lake, like, is uh, is, uh, Toby McGuire going to show up or Tom Holland going to show up? Uh, but yeah, so but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I want to see how they handle all this because right now it seems like there's a lot of characters because uh, you yeah. got uh, you got Electro, you got uh, Doc Ock, you got all three Spider Mans, you got Doctor Strange. I mean, that's that's a lot to handle. Uh, but I I'm confident that they can do it, and if done well, um, I think it, it it could be one of the best MCU movies we've seen.
0: Do you guys think that they're gonna have? all these characters in it for the entire movie? Or do you think it's kind of going to be like a few minute cameo or something like that?
1: Oh man. I think it would be personally, I think it would be hard to bring someone like Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe, you know, back and not have them be in the movie for a good chunk of time. Because like Willem Dafoe, everybody can agree. Like he was such a good, he was like perfectly cast as the green goblin. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like he, was so good. Um, and Alfred Molina, like you said, just knocked it out of the park with his doc Ox. So I think it would be hard to bring at minimum those two guys back and not have them be in it for at least two thirds, two thirds is a lot, maybe, you know, half of the movie. But, um, I, I can definitely see something where maybe Toby and Andrew aren't in it for the entire thing. Um,
0: yeah, that's that's where I was kind of going with it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to have all three Spider-Man in it the entire time because, uh, as far as I know and would think, it's only Tom Holland that's going to continue to be Spider-Man. So they they don't yeah. want to take away from the main Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, uh, Brad, what about you on that question?
0: Uh, I'm I'm sorry. What was the question? the <laughs> The question was, um, do you think? all of these big actors that are coming in and all these characters, do you think they're going to be in the movie the entire time? Or do you think they're going to be in there for just like a, a small portion?
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, I'd probably say I, well, obviously we know that uh, green goblin, he's going to be the main villain. So I would say he's definitely going to be in the, in the movie for the whole time. I would say Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are going to be, I wouldn't say quite cameos, but I think they're going to be kind of like they come in at like the 11th hour and, like, save Mm -hmm. Tom Holland, maybe. Uh, And then, as far as the other villains, I think the other villains could be cameos, uh, just because I think it might be kind of like how we saw in Endgame, where they, like, you know, like, they traveled back through time, and they kind of, like, interwove all the stories, and, like, brought you, like, to those time points. So uh, if they did something like that, that would be interesting, where, like, I don't know, Tom Holland's, like, swinging through uh, the different multiverses, and, like, he sees, like, Doc Ock, you know, dropping the uranium bomb and he sees Electro, you know, lighting up uh, Times Square. I think that that would be kind of like a cool take on it. Just like give us like little glimpses of these past Spider-Man movies or villains. Uh, So, yeah, I think it just depends how they do it. But yeah, I I, I would I would lean toward uh, the two Spider-Man. I think there'll be a little bit more than cameos, maybe like a third of the movie, maybe a little less.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, a- any other points on like the Spider-Man rumor or how do you guys feel about it moving forward? All right. I mean, I'm, I'm overall excited. I can't wait. Yeah. Brad go. What's up?
2: Uh, sorry. There was one more thing that I heard, uh, just that, uh, Sony has plans to, uh, do movies with Tom Holland and Craven and, uh, Venom, I believe. So if they're going I- to, they're going to introduce the Sony verse to the, uh, MCU,
1: Dude, if that is true, I'm telling you right now. I think we've had this discussion before about, like, Tom Holland across from Tom Hardy. Whole... I will spend the entire, the entire movie with a full-blown erection. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're just going to see... Dude, I... (sighs) Like Venom is one of my favorite, not only my favorite like Spider-Man characters, but like my favorite Marvel characters. I think Tom Hardy is so good at what he does. I think he would be able to stand across from like Tom Holland and just hate his fucking ass. And it would be great. And I just want to see them fight. Oh man. If that happens, that happens. That's going to be dope. Super dope. Um, Okay, before I get any more excited I and mean, you know cause cause myself to change my clothes here. Uh, uh let's 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 move forward. So we kinda had a trailer drop, I think was it this week or it was earlier this week, correct? Like early Monday. Was it Monday? Okay. I think so so. it was Monday. The Eternals dropped. Um I don't want to go first. I feel like I should let Brad go first. Brad. How do you feel about this trailer?
2: So, I mean, I've been really excited for this movie. Uh, I mean, the cast is tremendous. Uh, We have a best director winning uh, director in uh, Chloe Zhao. And so I've been super stoked for this movie. Uh, The trailer, I I, I don't know. I I wouldn't say I was disappointed in the trailer just because I don't think it really revealed much, uh, which I think maybe that was the intention. Um, But I mean, if if you had been planning to release this trailer for over a year and like, that was what we got. I mean, I, I think there was a lot to take away from the trailer. I mean, the cinematography looks amazing. Uh, I think the cast is going to be tremendous. Uh, the landscapes, which kind of goes along with the cinematography, but I mean, this, this movies, it's going to look incredible. And I think Mm -hmm. that that was definitely what the trailer showed. Um, I just hope, I just wish we got a little bit more from like maybe Angelina Jolie, uh, just because, like, she's such like a big actor. I don't even think she had a line in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. Or maybe she had maybe one. Uh, so yeah, I, I I did like the trailer, um, but I just I would have liked a little more.
1: I would have liked a little bit more hype. For sure, uh, Matt. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as Brad. The trailer didn't blow me away. Um, it it is something that once we learned it was going to be uh, released, um, I was excited for the trailer. And I'm excited for the movie, but the trailer didn't like have me going like, oh, I need to watch that again. Or, you know, I, I, I need more. It, it was it was cool. It was all right. Um, So, yeah, it, it wasn't anything that I like really got uh, real hype about, but I am still excited to see the movie.
1: OK, so I thought I was going to come in and be the negative one here, but it seems like we're all on the same page. The trailer was cool. It was fine. I was like, saw it and I was like, oh, you know, it looks dope. I think the coolest part for me, and because I'm a big believer in this, is like how diverse the cast is. Now seeing like um, Kunal Nanjiani, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. If I fucked that up, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, do being an eternal and then have his moment of like doing a full on like Bollywood type like scene or dance. I was like, oh, that's dope. And then having Salma Hayek be kind of like a major part in her narrating everything. I was like, yo, uh, Mexican actress, you know, I'm going to always be there for that.